Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I must tell you that I'm delighted, very pleased, and really happy to be here. You look good. <laughs> no, the weather is good. Rain stayed away, and I'm happy. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? Fellow Americans, it's time, it's time to, to speak out. out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We call We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, yes we, we can. can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring me down. children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public, to public Access, Access America. America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. Good to see each and every one of you. Fellows, Harvard University, members of the Board of Overseers, members of the Alumni Board, distinguished deans, members of the faculty, and all of the students, all of the wonderful graduates. And Madam President, thank you. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for getting in good trouble, <laughs> necessary trouble, to lead this great university. I want to take just a moment to honor the tenure of a great leader who, through her courage and vision, worked to lead this historic university to even higher heights. Madam President, thank you for being a friend, 
But more importantly, thank you for using your office to move Harvard toward a more all-inclusive institution. Somewhere, somewhere along the way, you realize that the brilliant mind is not confined to one discipline or one way of thinking. In fact, true genius seek connections and relationship across barriers to build a new understanding of the world around us. Creating one Harvard is much like the work I dedicated my life to. Ever since, as a young girl, you wrote a letter to President Eisenhower. You have been responding to the cry for human dignity that rang out in our world. You used your vision, your talent, you used the great resources of this university to respond to the call and I said, thank you. Thank you for your contribution to human unity in our world today. And I said to each and every one of you that graduated from this university, you must lead. You're never too young to lead. You're never too old to lead. We need your leadership now more than ever before. We need it. We must save our country. We must save it. We must save our democracy. There are forces in America today and around the world that are trying to take us to some other place. Our foremothers and our forefathers brought us to this place. Maybe our foremothers and our forefathers all came to this great land in different ships. But as the late A. Philip Randolph said on one occasion, we are all in the same boat now. And we must look out for each other and care for each other. You're never too young or too old to lead, to speak up, to speak out, and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. You cannot afford to stand on the sideline. Another generation of young people and people not so young were inspired to get in, in the way. Students from Harvard, graduate of Harvard, Dr. Cole, who I've been knowing for many years, came to Mississippi, came to the South, and gave everything you had. During the 63 young men that I knew, 
Anna Goodman, Mika Schroener, and James Schroener gave their very lives while they were trying to help people become registered to vote. The vote is precious. It is almost sacred. It is the most powerful nonviolent instrument or tool we have in a democratic society, and we must use it. If we fail to use it, we will lose it. So during this election year, I urge you, I plead with you to do what you can to save and rescue America, to do what you can to save the planet, save this little spaceship we call Earth, and leave it a little cleaner, a little greener, and a little more peaceful for generation yet unborn. We have a mission and a mandate to go out there, play a role and play it so well, as Dr. King would say, that no one else can play it any better. You know, some of you have heard me say from time to time that I grew up in rural Alabama on a farm. Picking cotton, gathering peanuts, pulling corn, and sometime I would be out there working, my mother would say, boy, you're falling behind, you need to catch up. And I would say, this is hard work. And she would say, hard work never killed anybody. I said, well, it's about to kill me. <laughs> we need to work hard. There's work to be done. These smart graduates will lead us. The high school students will lead us. And guys, I said to you, if you're not mindful, the women are going to lead us. It is my belief, it is my belief, it is my feeling as I travel around America that the women and young people, high school students, elementary school students, and college students will lead us as part of a nonviolent revolution. And we will create an America that is better, a little more humane, and no one but no one can deny us of that. I just want to say one or two words to the graduates. Take a long, deep breath and take it all in. But tomorrow, I hope you will roll up your sleeves because the world is waiting for talent, men and women, to lead it to a better place. During the 60s, people literally put their bodies on the line. Many came from this university, came from Cambridge, 
from Boston, throughout the state, and throughout America. Just think a few short years ago that black people and white people couldn't be seated together on a Greyhound bus or trailway bus, leaving Washington, D.C. to travel through Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. We were on our way to New Orleans to test a decision of the United States Supreme Court. We were beaten, arrested, and more than 400 of us were jailed. My seatmate was a young white gentleman from Costcoff, Connecticut. We arrived in a little town called Rock Hill, South Carolina. We were beaten and left bloody. But many years later, and this was May 1961, the same year that President Barack Obama was born. But many years later, one of the guys that beat us came to my office in Washington. He got the information from a local reporter. He was in his 70s. His son came with him in his 40s. He said, Mr. Lewis, I'm one of the people that beat you, beat your seatmate. I've been a member of the Klan. He said, will you forgive me? I want to apologize. Will you accept my apology? Will you forgive me? His son started crying. He started crying. I said, I forgive you. I accept your apology. They hugged me. I hugged them back, and I cried with them. It is the power of the way of peace. The power of love. It is the power of the philosophy and the discipline of nonviolence. We need to create a society where we can be reconciled and lay down the burden of hate, for hate is too heavy a burden to bear. Fifty years ago, the man that I mind, the man that was like a brick brother, Martin Luther King Jr., was taken from us. When we heard that Dr. King had been assassinated, I was in Indianapolis, Indiana, campaigning with Bobby Kennedy. I cried, stopped crying, and I said to myself, we still have Bobby. Two months later, Bobby Kennedy was gone, and I cried some more. Today, we got to get rid of our tears and not be down, and not get lost in a sea of despair. We got to be hopeful and keep the faith and turn the ship, the state, around. We can do it, and we must do it.
here, here at Harvard, you've been, been well-trained. You must lead. You must get out there, as Dr. King again was there, and be a headlight and not a taillight. It's your time. It's your calling. During the 60s, I got arrested a few times, 40 times. <laughs> and since I've been in Congress another five times, And I'm probably going to get arrested again. <laughs> My philosophy is very simple. When you see something that is not right, not fair, not just, stand up. Say something. Speak up and speak out. When I was growing up as a young boy in rural Alabama, 50 miles from Montgomery, I had an aunt by the name of Sineva. And my aunt Sineva lived in a shotgun house. I know here at Harvard, you've never seen a shotgun house. You don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> one way in and one way out. What is a shotgun house? Old house. A dirt yard. And sometime my aunt Sineva would go out on a weekend, a Friday or Saturday, and take a brush broom made from dark wood branches and sweep this dirt yard very clean. One Saturday afternoon, a few of my brothers and sisters, cousins, about 15 of us young children were playing in her dirt yard. And an unbelievable storm came up. The wind started blowing, the thunder started rolling, and the lightning started flashing. And she told us to come in. We went in. The wind continued to blow. The thunder continued to roll. The lightning continued to flash. And the rain continued to beat on this old tin roof of the shotgun house. And we cried and cried. And when one corner of the old house appeared to be li lifting, my aunt had us to walk to that corner, to that side, to try to hold the house down with our bodies. When the other corner appeared to be lifting, had us to walk to that corner. We were little children walking with the wind, but we never, ever left the house. So I said to you, each and every one of us, the wind may blow, the thunder may roll, the lightning may flash, and the rain may beat down on our old house. Call it a house of Harvard. Call it a house of Cambridge. Call it a house of Boston. Call it a house of Washington or Alabama or Georgia. We all live in the same house. We all must hold a little trembling house down. So I said to you, Walk with the wind and let the spirit of history be your guide. Thank you very much.
This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, you and nobody, nobody gonna hit as hard as fight. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. Public Access America, America. History in the Making, 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 History in the Making. Looking for your next favorite podcast? Stop searching and let Potable do the work for you. Potable is the only podcast listening platform that uses artificial intelligence to recommend podcasts tailored to you. Import your favorites automatically and instantly discover countless options. Download the app in the iOS App Store or visit potable.co to access a world of discovery. Yep, that's potable. P-O-D-I-B-L-E. That's some good app. Pleasure to present to this great audience young John Lewis, national chairman, student nonviolent coordinating committee. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. 
And if you're going to figure out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? Fellow Americans, it's time to speak out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We won't be We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, yes we, we can. can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. And their children's children, generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public, to public Access, Access America. America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. We march today for jobs and freedom, but we have nothing to be proud of, for hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here, for they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. While we stand here, there are sharecroppers in the Delta of Mississippi who are in the field working for less than $3 a day, 12 hours a day. While we stand here, there are students in jail on trumped-up charges. Our brother James Palmer, along with many others, is also in jail. We come here today with a great sense of misgiving. It is true that we support the administration's civil rights bill. We support it with great reservation, however. Unless, unless Tile Three is put in this bill, there's nothing to protect the young children and old women who must face police jobs and fire hoses in the South while they engage in peaceful demonstrations. In its present form, this bill will not protect the citizen of Danville, Virginia, who must live in constant fear of a police state. It will not protect the hundreds and thousands of people who have been arrested upon Trump charges. What about the three young men, Snickfield's secretary in America's Georgia, who faced the death penalty for engaging in peaceful protests. As it stands now, the voting section of this bill will not help the thousands of black people who want to vote. It will not help the citizens of Mississippi, of Alabama, and Georgia who are qualified to vote but lack a sixth grade education. One man, one vote is the African crop. It is our tool. It must be ours. We must have legislation that will protect the Mississippi sharecropper, who is put off of his farm because he dared to register to vote. We need a bill that will provide for the homeless and starving people of this nation. We need a bill that will ensure the equality of a maid who earns $5 a week in the home of a family whose total income is $100,000 a year. We must have a good FEPC bill. My friends, let us not forget that we are involved in a serious social revolution. A 
By and large, American politics is dominated by politicians who build their career on immoral compromising and align themselves with open form of political, economic, and social exploitation. There are exceptions, of course. We salute those. But what political leader can stand up and say, my party is a party of principles? For the party of Kennedy is also the party of Islam. The party of Javis is also the party of Goldwater. Where is our party? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march on Washington? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march in the streets of Birmingham? Where is the political party that will protect the citizens of Albany, Georgia? Do you know that in Albany, Georgia, nine of our leaders have been indicted, not by the Dixocrats, but by the Frederick government for peaceful protests. But what did the Frederick government do when Albany Deputy Sheriff beat Attorney C.B. King and left him half dead? What did the Frederick government do when local police official kicked and assaulted the pregnant wife of Slater King and she lost her baby? Those who have said be patient and wait, we must say that we cannot be patient. We do not want our freedom gradually, but we want to be free now. We are tired. We are tired of being beaten by policemen. We are tired of seeing our people locked up in jail over and over again. And then you holler, be patient. How long can we be patient? We want our freedom and we want it now. We do not want to go to jail, but we will go to jail if this, this is the price we must pay for love brotherhood and true peace. I appeal to all of you to get in this great revolution that is sweeping this nation. Get in and stay in the streets of every city, every village and hamlet of this nation until true freedom comes, until the revolution of 1776 is complete. We must get in this revolution and complete the revolution. For in the Delta of Mississippi, in Southwest Georgia, in the Black Belt of Alabama, in Harlem, in Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and all over this nation, the black masses are on the march for jobs and freedom. We're talking about slow down and stop. We will not stop. All of the forces of Eastland Barnett, Wallace, and Thurman will not stop this revolution. If we do not get meaningful legislation out of this Congress, the time will come when we will not confine our march into Washington. We will march through the South, through the streets of Jackson, through the streets of Danville, through the streets of Cambridge, through the streets of But we will march with the spirit of love and with the spirit of dignity that we have shown here today. By the forces of our demand, our determination, and our numbers, we shall splinter the segregated South into a thousand pieces 
put them together in the image of God and democracy. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you, I have a Yes, we can. On SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and now Facebook. Public Access Public America. Access America. History, in the, history in the making. 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 History in history the making. In the making. Looking for your next favorite podcast? Stop searching and let Potable do the work for you. Potable is the only podcast listening platform that uses artificial intelligence to recommend podcasts tailored to you. Import your favorites automatically and instantly discover countless options. Download the app in the iOS App Store or visit potable.co to access a world of discovery. Yep, that's Potable. P-O-D-I-B-L-E. That's some good app. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, 
and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.